What is up? This is Gratitude Unfiltered. And guess what? I'm solo tonight. No. No, she's actually still getting ready. And the countdown for the show didn't exactly work, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> here she comes. I can't wait to have entrance music. This is going to be so fantastic. So the normal setup is not here. Hey, everybody. <laughs> the dog. The dog looks like a boy. It's a boy haircut. Would you like to introduce the show, Jen? I would. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Josh and Jen's Gratitude, Gratitude Unfiltered. <laughs> I, um, I like what you've done with your hair tonight. You know what I did? I'm still trying to fix this. I don't like how it's working. Uh, what I did is I haven't washed my hair in two days, and I just got out of the shower and threw it down, and I'm like, okay. Is whatever. that the smell? That's the smell. <laughs> <laughs> I when I didn't know if I brushed my teeth this morning after kissing you and realized that was you. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, that was <laughs> it might have been you, but <laughs> I did brush my teeth. Yeah. But it may be that yeah. natural organic toothpaste that I'm now using. Yeah, the, the fluoride free. Yeah, yeah. Trying to keep us healthy. So <laughs> Coco got a haircut today and I picked her up and they said he's ready. And so they put this uh this uh, blue little scarf on her. So that's kind of funny, but she looks cute anyway. Hi, Darian. How are you? <laughs> um, <laughs> Christina Flesher. Oh, thanks yeah. for tagging people. Um, good Lord. Red. Yeah. She's got red on it's my lipstick. Oh, I thought you meant your shirt. Is well, your shirt maybe red? It's oh. a coral. My mom's favorite color actually. <sighs> so yeah, we're still married. We are. <laughs> We were going to be oh, getting an annulment. Oh my gosh. And my head uh, hurts. basically, this morning we decided to keep trying. So it has been difficult the <laughs> last week. I know. You know, it, it's, 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 it's one of those things that it's just not easy being married to, to you. <laughs> just kidding. No, it's me. It really is me. But here's the thing like, I think I said this in the beginning and one of the biggest challenges that we, and I was, I'm sorry, I wasn't, I was, I was trying to weigh, I was trying to weigh, think of a way to like not take full responsibility for everything. Well, it's not all your responsibility, <laughs> but you are a little crazy. So let's just, you know, accept hey, that. Hey, I'm not the only one that married someone you didn't know. It's true. <laughs> and what I'm realizing is, and I and I know this to be true, especially because of the emotional intelligence work that I've done, dadgummit, we, like, we are mirrors for each other. And we both prayed, and I don't know how many of you out there, you guys, it's a decision. Yeah, we've decided. Hi, Elizabeth, how are you? Um, we we both prayed for something that we've never had in a relationship before. And we can go into the specifics or not, it doesn't matter. But the fact is we both prayed for something, having something mm -hmm. we've never had. Well, guess what? God gave it to us. <laughs> he did. And there's a whole other side that comes with it. Like, for instance, you can pray to win the lottery, you win the lottery, and guess what? There's crap that comes with it that you may not want. You can focus on that crap you don't want, or you can focus on what you have. And here's what we have. We have the opportunity to do something truly, truly amazing in the world, and we are better together. And one of the things that we discussed, would you like to share about what we discussed? Like even, even in departing and why I was like, hey, we're just, we'll know this, we'll be friends. Yeah, I mean, it was actually really sweet where, you know, Josh came, where, you know, you know, he's still going through, um, you know, struggles with mental health. We probably, it wasn't the best decision to get married as he's leaving a relationship, right? Yeah. That, I mean, not being able to heal from, um, you know, the, there's some types of emotional abuse there. And just being in a relationship for five years. Did you put makeup on? Yeah, just kind of. You look really pretty. Up. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty. Thank you. Okay. You gave me 15 minutes to get ready. So. Uh, you did a fantastic That's why I was job. For the show. You look good. Thank okay, you. keep talking. Sorry. Um, so, you know, one, you shouldn't get, you know, in a new relationship um, <laughs> immediately as you're leaving an old. That's not a good idea. We were both naive to that. And two, um, you know, Josh being new in sobriety. Um, that's also something you usually shouldn't be in a relationship, they say, for about a year. But I broke all the rules, too. They, they, 
they say you shouldn't move and you shouldn't change jobs. And I did that. I did both of those things and stayed sober. So yeah, we have a lot of, um, you know, factors that are making things a, a lot harder. So Josh was basically like, look, yeah, I know this is hard. You don't deserve this. I'm going to hold you back from, you know, walking in your purpose and what you're trying to do. So let's just get an omen. No hard feelings. We'll be friends. I'll still help you. And, you know, um, we were coming, you know, and I was like, I don't, you know, I was like, gosh, that's so kind. And I'm like, this man's so kind. Like he's kind. making it very easy for me and definitely considered it and thought, okay, but I do feel like God brought us together for a reason in this relationship personally and professionally i think we do make each other better and hold each other accountable and so you know we decided today all right let's let's you know keep you know we it's been six weeks we can at least you know keep doing the best we can we've made a commitment no 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 so i gave you a chance to get out so now we're at that point where no i'm in it now you're stuck yeah okay <laughs> you're, you're screwed <laughs> You're screwed because I gave you a chance to get out. Of, I got, I gave you a get out of jail free card and now you're stuck with me. And, but here's, here's from my perspective, what happened. Daniel came or not what happened. Daniel Pooter came up to me yesterday after we finished the emotional intelligence workshop. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, that you have something like uniquely dynamic here. Like a lot of people don't have this opportunity, like in what you can create together. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, like everything in my head internally, I'm going, yeah, but. Because I was just going, I'm going to make her crazy. And I made the one mistake that I said I was not going to make. And that was, I was not going to lose sight of our vision mm -hmm. together. And I started focusing on these little bitty things that really don't even freaking matter because those little bitty things are the same exact little bitty things that I would be focusing on in any other relationship, nitpicking it to mm -hmm. death. And yet, focusing out, yeah, you make me better. You're the first woman I know that's ever held me accountable, that's held my feet to the mm -hmm. fire, that's held me to a higher standard. That in itself makes me better. Mm -hmm. Shoot, if friends did that for people, they would be better. And you do that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it crazy, but I can be your friend and I can, from afar, I can like elevate her. I can help her. I can be there to support her because I can do things for you. I think that most people can't, mm -hmm. but I, we have the opportunity to do something special. And, and I couldn't see that yesterday because I was already like, I did just going, I know I'm going to make her crazy. I don't want to do this. I don't want her to hate me like everyone else that I've allowed in. So how are we going to make sure that doesn't happen? Boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like I did a live the other day and I talked about like boundaries and one of the ways that people that deal with borderline, hi Emily, one of the people that deal, um, people that are uh, in relationships with people with mental health need to be able to create boundaries and safe spaces and also have an outlet for them mm -hmm. to be able to to, to get support and get loved up and like, let know like, Hey, this is, this too shall pass mm -hmm. dealing with borderline personality disorder, which is like very, very similar. It's like a, it's like a, it's a bipolar on acid slash with a sprinkle of schizophrenia. That's what it's like. And, but the worst thing I do is shut down mm -hmm. and be quiet, but that affects you because you're an empath. Therefore you take on that negative energy and it lowers your energy. Yeah. So as I was sharing on my live uh, the other day, it was like one of the things that you get to do is now that we, we've, we've established some boundaries, you also get to be able to leave or mm -hmm. I leave to be able to allow that distance to not, because it does pass. It doesn't like it lasts yeah. all freaking day. Mm -hmm. It passes, but it is an energy and soul suck while it happens. And then after that, like after I snap out of it, you're down. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's protecting yourself to go, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go to the dog park or I'm gonna go get my nails done, mm -hmm. I'm gonna get my hair did, I'm gonna do whatever to, to, I'm gonna go 
to a Bible study. I'm going to go to an AA meeting. I'm going to go to do whatever. Like you're going to be able to set those boundaries for yourself. So you're not affected by it. Mm -hmm. And then we come back together. Hey, we're good, happy. Mm -hmm. Everything's fine. And I think that that would work for anybody in any relationship. Yeah, no cops. No, you know, no kidding. Um, we don't even freaking yell out yeah, enough for we, there to be cops. We don't. We don't fight. We don't. Like have, that. Yeah. But so the thing is, and the, we won't. Because no, none of we will not. You know, accept no, no, that no, no, of no, each no. other. Um, that's not the relationship that we want to have. Or it's not even the one we have. We, we have. Don't have. We've never had that, and we will not ever go there. Um, it's more like I'll get my feelings hurt. Or I'm trying to help him. Like, what can I do? And I realize there's really nothing I can nothing. do. Maybe it's just like you leave or I leave, and you know, I know you're going to be okay. You know, because I am. Because mm -hmm. I, I do know, even in shutting down, that I'm, I'm going to be okay. I know it's not real. I just can't pull myself out of it yet. But eventually, I will. Mm -hmm. But that for like anyone that out there, like that is in a relationship that does have like the, a temperamental relationship. I think it's super important that people create those boundaries. You don't need mental health issues to create boundaries for yourself. And one of the things that I've learned, every relationship I've ever been in, like, so I want to preface, I, I respect you so much. And that's why I was willing to let you go. Because I didn't want to tear you down. But one of the things, the mistakes that I've made in past relationships are, one, because I was able to run over people, they just allowed me to do it. And once you allow me to run over you, then I'm going to keep running over you. That's not good. I'm not proud of it, but that's the fact. You've always set those boundaries and never allowed that. So I respect you. Well, same for me, because I've been in relationships where I've been able to rule the roost and get everything I want, and then I don't end up respecting, you know? Yeah, and so, you're not getting that here. Yeah, but... but but at the yeah, same time, there is give and take. There is give and take. But you do respect me, and that's why I was like, hey, we can be friends. But the fact, and we'll be able to be better friends. I can support you. You can support me, whatever. Mm -hmm. But that go, then that all that means is that we were going to go back to our old habits and relationships. Well, guess what? Mm -hmm. That crap's never worked, ever. I, we've never had people that have held us high and held us accountable and supported us in that way. So we get mm -hmm. to support each other. We get to find that common ground. You get to have your own outlet because one of the things that happens on the show, thank you, Kat, love you too. Mm -hmm. one, of the, love you. one of the things that happens on the show is sometimes I can just go off on a tangent and you don't get to talk. And it just kind of gets on my nerves, yeah. Yeah, and it's because why? You don't have your own outlet to express yourself freely without interruption mm -hmm. like I do. So what are we doing to solve that? I'm starting my own show that I wanted to uh, called The Generosity Show, uh, which is launching the night before Thanksgiving. So I'm excited Ooh. about that. I'm going to interview people that are doing great things and giving back to the world. So I'm excited about that. Yet we are still going to keep this show. Yes. And I'm sure Josh will continue to do his own lives. But I think that will that'll be great that we can continue to collaborate together but then I'll get to do something different that I want because my passion is service and I've been grateful to serve around the world. And I know so many people that are doing good impact that I want to highlight it. And so, you know, I won't be having to talk about, you know, mental health issues, all the, all, your mental health issues. All the I didn't want to talk about it today. I, we, we both want to serve together, right? We, we both have yeah. different messages yeah. and, and I'm going to talk about whatever I feel led to talk about that day yeah. in the way I choose to talk about it. That's me. You're more structured. And yes, I am. And But guess what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. I'm going to help break you of that a little bit because if not, you're going to get stuck talking about, like, you're going to be so routine. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to helping support your show because the day that we met, the day I interviewed you, I promised you I was going to help you do your own show. Mm -hmm. At that time, I didn't know we were going to come together and do one. But you... Like you are, an, you have so much value to offer the world that the world doesn't even know yet. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't wait for you to do your own podcast, which mm -hmm. the same people that have, um, that yes, have produced Yes, I would love for you to be on my show. I'd love to interview you. So yeah. that would be beautiful. And part of what I want to do is raise funds for Generosity Foundation. And so I can support other charities like A New Dawn that is doing great work. So I would love that, Kat. Thank you. And then, you know, and and, yeah. and one of the things that I would also like to do, and I think that we mm -hmm. should do, is have her, when we stream, 
have her on, go mm -hmm. to her place and That'd interview her. Yes, because what she's doing in the world is something that we both support mm -hmm. for very different reasons, right. but yeah. at the same time. Mm -hmm. So as I was saying, I think it's important what you're going to create and you know it's going to be it's going to be a podcast it's going to be on facebook it's going to be on youtube we're going to have it everywhere so i'm really really happy well, for I'm you so very appreciative of that because we're both type a personalities obviously and when, oh thank you kim and so when josh and i come together you know he naturally just you know the content just flows after him and he takes the lead and i kind of will sometimes tend to take a back seat and so um, I don't feel comfortable in that role all the time. <laughs> and so there's a give and take. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm glad that we can continue to do this show together. Yeah. And it's better with you on it. I like the dynamic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because I, I, I restarted Morning Gratitude and Morning Brad Gratitude is not going to be a podcast that's available on the same platforms mm -hmm. that this one is. And that's fine. And I can go crazy on that yeah. show. And that can be my diary of the mouth show. And, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, we will definitely come to the office. Um, so but this show, I think, is taking on an interesting dynamic because we have chosen to get married and that we've made things more difficult on ourselves based on a vision that we both share of what we can create in the mm -hmm. world. And frankly, I know that I'm better with you. And yes, things get complicated mm -hmm. if I focus on the little details and I get in my head, mm -hmm. but I'm better because of you. Mm -hmm. We both have growth to do. Um, and we had such a great weekend. We went to an emotional intelligence course called My Life, My Power. And they have three different levels. So we went to the first one, the white belt this weekend. And it's interesting because I know that I need to do a better job of listening. And I tend to like try to finish people's sentences a lot. Um, and sometimes I think it's not a bad thing if someone's struggling with the word, but it's like, I realize how much I try to do that um, even more now that I'm being aware of it. And that I need to work, I knew I needed to work on my listening, but it was very telling. We had this exercise <laughs> where our chairs were like back to back and we couldn't see each other. So like, I'm like this, you know, and Josh is like this and he's telling me a story of, you know, his childhood and his father. And then, um, then, you know, the instructor asked me to, I was supposed to repeat what he said in 90 seconds. So about one third shorter than, than he had said it. And instead of me repeating what he said, I went into my story. So it was so embarrassing because I realized I wasn't listening. I was already thinking about what I was gonna say. And so um, that really like hit home. And the, that, actually that first morning we were asked to set our intentions. And, and uh, one of my, intent, my intention was that I wanted to find out um, any habits that are holding me back from you know stepping into the greatest version of myself. So I was like, all right, well, this is very beneficial. I got it. So now, trying to be more aware, especially with Josh. If he's talking to me, I just want to jump in and talk, but it's like, you know, some of the best leaders are people that really will listen, you know, and then let him get out my, get everything out that he wants to say, and then I can respond. Yeah, I agree. And it is, it's, it's something that I had to work on really, really hard. And I do take pride in being a good listener now because I have a tendency, if I will immediately start telling a story in my head about what you mean, not even realizing what has been said, because I was already telling myself, oh, this is exactly what she's gonna say. And sometimes if we mm -hmm. shut up and just listen, we'll be surprised mm -hmm. and realize that maybe, you know, like maybe we're not always right. Mm -hmm. And so, but that I had to learn the hard way and one of the exercises I did, my three month leadership course, was trying to remember people's names and having to tell them, I don't care enough about you to remember your name. Telling people that you actually care about that, that really sucks, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And like, I didn't even want to say, I don't, but I'm grateful for that awareness. And for me, the awareness that came out was that I, the one of the issues that I have not dealt with is abandonment. Um, you know, I've told, I've never really gone into the story about how my sister's um, in, in my childhood brain disappeared. They actually left because of something that happened. Um, and you know, I'm not real comfortable talking about it right now, but no, something the, you weren't involved in. I wasn't involved. No, 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 it wasn't. I was, a, I was a young, young child and I didn't see my, I didn't know why my sisters left. 
you know, mm-hmm. and I thought I wasn't lovable. I thought it was something I did. And I thought that for over 20 years, but come to find out it was something that my father did. Mm-hmm. And um, that was that was tough for me. And, you know, but I realized that part of me pushing people away is like, and, and not mm-hmm. feeling accepted. And my issue with not being accepted mm-hmm. is really ties back to abandonment issues yeah. because I didn't feel I was worthy of love. I didn't feel mm-hmm. that. So my tendency is to, push people away the minute things go wrong instead of fighting for it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I said yesterday, okay, you're just letting, willing to let the marriage go. And, <clears> you know, and then he said something interesting yesterday in class was like about his abandonment issues. And it was like, it's exactly because you told me, I know you're going to leave me. And the interesting thing is, is what's scary for me is because I like, is the percentages are high actually. So I think, <laughs> And I hate to say that, but I left my last, I've, I've left all my relationships really. Um, and I think God's giving me this to, to make the commitment, you know, to, um, you know, stay in it, to stick with it. So, you know, it's, it's very interesting that you're, you have an issue with abandonment and I have an issue with, um, you know, leaving. And I think it's because I always leave. I've left a lot of the times because I didn't want to be hurt because I had abandonment issues. Um, and one of the exercises we had was where we had to ask each other, like, how can I love you? How can I support you? And you could only repeat one word. Yeah. What was that word? Accept me. Yeah. Acceptance. Acceptance. Yeah. And the reason why, and that was strange for me because I couldn't think of any other way that you could show me love other than accepting me. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only, that's the, been the thing I've been fearful most. That's mm-hmm. been the thing that your outside attacks, the outside influences yeah. in your life have kind of used. Like Josh is a crazy person. Josh is suicidal, which is not true. Freaking listen to the freaking episode. God, I wasn't suicidal. Listen. Like, listen to the words coming out of my mouth. I'd say things t- intentionally. I say things purposefully. Didn't say that. Anyway, but people think, but, if they don't listen, they think I'm crazy. Yes. They, they blah, 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 blah. They think that. And I do understand from their perspective. Thank you. Like, oh, my daughter, my whatever. Like, he's with the crazy person. She, he's, he's hurting her. He's holding her hostage. She's locked in prison in Beverly Hills. <laughs> I, and, and yet they do podcasts together. And uh, But she's in prison. She only no, gets to eat when, when just, she's left out of the cage. It's just, it's just understanding that what? you do use very graphic words. Yes. And you, very, you are very outspoken compared to most people. And I think what I've come to the acceptance of is I know your purpose. Yes. And I know that you are ruthless about it. and your purpose is to share it turns you know, me on the, when you say ruthless by the way <laughs> you are ruthless about your purpose which is sharing your struggles and and strengths and how you overcome them so other people know that they're not alone and that there is hope there's and, a way and out there is so many there is such an issue with suicide right now and depression and anxiety and so i think what you're doing is very important um, and I don't always want to be a part of it. So I think that's great that you can do, you know, it is unfiltered and I'm unfiltered too, but in a way he goes on his different things and not, he can do I it on his tell. own. Right. So I, but I, I do accept that. And, you know, sometimes I don't, you know, always need to be there when you're doing it. Cause then I want to be like, what are you saying? Or this and that. It's yeah. just like business calls sometimes. Like if you're doing all your business calls in front of me, cause I think I know what, like I want to give you feedback and like, you don't even know, I don't even know the backstory, but I think I should be telling him like what he should be doing. So it's like, just remove me. And that's part of my, you know, wanting to control. And a lot of times I do have good feedback, but you know, that's why I said moving forward. If I feel like I'm next to you on a call, I'll be like, I'll write it down and be like, (laughs) and you did something. You did that when I was selling from stage for the first time. Yeah. You you did that. You actually held up a note that helped me. I said so I saw much. Bill Walsh do that to one of the other speakers. It just said tie it back because to the offer, you know, because you were just talking about something, and I'm like, bring it back to what you're gonna sell. Like, and it's it all I needed. Yeah, it's all I needed. I um, but I think you might need glasses because I was so embarrassed. I'm holding the sign. You're going, and so I just immediately put it down. I didn't know if you saw it because like the whole crowd was looking back. You're like, <laughs> you're like what? What? 
I, yeah, I don't see so well. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I do love that feedback. And, um, oh, Daniel was talking the other day about how with his coaches, like in between rounds, he just wanted the major thing he had so to work Daniel on. So Daniel is the founder of My Life, My Power. Check it out, uh, my life, mypower.org, um, emotional intelligence training. And he was a W... He was a, he won the million dollar tough man contest with the WWE, mm -hmm. and then he also was an undefeated MMA fighter. Okay, but he's so much more than that. Like oh, what yeah. he's doing in the world with kids is so mm -hmm. inspiring. Like I I, I they're just, bringing this training into school systems. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. That's fine. Yeah. I'm aware of it, guys. <clears throat> I'm working on it. All right. So what yeah. are, what are you working on? Nothing. I'm perfect. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm working on a lot. I'm working on trying to stay out of my head, trying mm -hmm. to stay present, like really focusing on breathing. Um, I'm actually now my trigger before I even pray when I wake up is to start breathing, doing this um, 10 second like inward breathing and then 10 seconds out. Like I'm doing it for as long as I can stand it before mm -hmm. I get out of bed. So I'm getting out of bed better and mm -hmm. that's helping me be more present. Um, I don't know what the OMG is for. <laughs> but, wait, wait, let's finish your story okay. about um, Daniel. I just want to oh. give people, you know, context okay. about who he is. You know, so it um, he was talking about in between rounds. Mm -hmm. He didn't want his coaches just yelling stuff at him, like change this, fix this, change this, fix that, because like it's too much noise. It was way between the round. Which, which in this case was hold up a sign with the one major thing that needed to be fixed. You know, so like feedback, sometimes we can just give too much of it where it doesn't land. Mm -hmm. But we need to hold on for the one major thing mm -hmm. that truly needs to be changed because the little stuff, mm -hmm. the little stuff like in a relationship, focusing on those little details are what makes us get stuck, right? Mm -hmm. For no reason. But if we focus out and focus on our vision and who we want to serve in the world and why we are together in the first place, focusing on that is more empowering mm -hmm. or giving feedback about what you want to change or if I'm on a call and you hear something, mm -hmm. waiting or writing a sign if you feel mm -hmm. like it's major mm -hmm. is way more impactful than just going, you need to do this, you need to say this, you need to say this, you need to say this. Like, no, don't just do Just give that. me the phone and I'll handle yeah. it for you. Um, the dog is in tune. What I'm saying isn't that right, Coco? Uh, so um, I want to add hi, on Scott that. Scott and Shannon, good. <laughs> I want to add on that because <laughs> Daniel had said yes when he was in the ring and his coach wanted to tell him something. He used to have you know different coaches yelling and he couldn't hear it, so he decided to tell him what worked best for him. So when he came out of a round, he would say just yell one word. Or when he came out of the round, he would get cleaned up. He wanted to wait, you know, 30 seconds or something. And then say to give him one or two pieces of feedback. Yeah. And then that was what he wanted. And so I think it's important for us to, you know, ask, you know, one of the things Daniel mentioned is, you know, asking even your employer, I mean, if they're open, you know, what kind of feedback or, you know, telling your employee, employer even, you know, how you receive feedback best or telling your partner. Um, so I think that is, is something very important. And what we try to work on is just saying, hey, can I give you feedback? Mm -hmm. And it's either, yeah, sure, or not now. not now. And so this morning, Josh had some, you know, something he needed to tell me. So he he positioned that and I was ready. It wasn't just like, oh, out of the blue, you know. Um, <clears throat> so I think, you know, learning how to communicate and just giving time for things. And know? I and I realized that looking back at the last week, a lot of our problems and you guys were if you guys that watched the last episode, mm -hmm. like I said that you were um, uh, selfish mm -hmm. and I didn't even mean it the way that I the way selfish sounded that meant it to, for something else. I just didn't clarify my words and I was wrong. But then we ended the episode talking about the annulment. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people that had watched that, that the episode and moving forward, th this had been a rough week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a friend tell me you look just beat down, like drained. And I was, and I was, and I was too. And I, for different reasons, mm -hmm. but I realized how much of that came from, 
me holding on to something that was internal mm -hmm. that I could have just discussed. I could have just talked about it and gotten clear with you mm -hmm. and said, can I give you feedback? And had I done that, probably avoided a week of being in my head, being unsure, um, you know, just allowing different things to affect me the way it did. Mm -hmm. And that's ridiculous. Like we allow, I think all of us are agree with this, uh, that we do allow things to bother us or to affect us. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that really shouldn't like Daniel talks about bullying, like bullying, you know, like, and how I, I forgot, I'm going to butcher what he said, but sometimes the way we perceive things, the way we take things on, allows it to affect us when really we don't have to let that happen. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to let some of the things that had been said to affect me the way it did. I didn't need to personalize it. Mm -hmm. I should have just freaking laughed because in the end, was is it really that big of a deal? It's really not. I mean, because you said something today, like if I was your buddy and it said that, you would have just laughed and it would have, right. you know, but because I guess I'm your wife, it really, <clears throat> you know, you personalize it. As with my sarcasm with you, mm -hmm. like I popped off and said something, had you been my buddy, you would have laughed and said something mm -hmm. back. But because I'm your husband, mm -hmm. it it came across like, ow, oh, that freaking hurt. Mm -hmm. Well, it was very distasteful. So I, I mean. So is saying my name is gay. Well, you know that. But that so was something that, you know, I think it was the way that you were saying it really was what I meant by that. But so now you're saying my voice is gay. <laughs> No. So what I, that, that I, my point, that, that's my point, that's my point, I shouldn't have used that word because I don't even agree with that. I don't have any, you know, that was a very rude thing to say. Right. And, and I, and it's, mm -hmm. it's over and funny now, right? It's over and funny. So, but you can look at, I could look at that and personalize it the same way that you mm -hmm. took my sarcastic comment. Like it, it, it like wasn't even personalized towards you, but you took that as rude. You, it's the same exact mm -hmm. thing. So you can hold on to, well, yeah, but, but yeah, but, but really I could do the same thing with some of the comments that were made and that doesn't really serve anything. But again, mm -hmm. going back to it, if it was your buddy or friend, we would both be laughing mm -hmm. about the comments mm -hmm. and that's the point. And that's silly. Why do, what, what's the difference? Why does it even matter? Because in the end, we are friends. Mm -hmm. We're friends that do have love for each other and we've mm -hmm. chosen to do life together. And the one thing I do know, really, really for sure, I am better with you in my life. I, I mm -hmm. know that with you in my life that I can achieve everything I've ever dreamed of achieving. I know that mm -hmm. for a fact. The only thing I can stop us is us stopping and focusing on little petty BS. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk to you about something. I want to talk to you about Christ consciousness. Okay. What do you guys know about Christ consciousness? Hi, Karma. Darian. <laughs> Darian. Thank you, Darian. Um, the dog is very tuned. So mm -hmm. what do you, are you bothered by something? Yeah. Talk about it. I'm bothered that you put that comment in because I'm ashamed of the comment that I said. And so I'm bothered that you said it because you know that I, that I'd asked you not to say it. So I'm bothered by that. Okay. I'm sorry. I forgot. Okay. So let's discuss it. I don't want to discuss it. I don't because it's just, you know, I shouldn't have said the comment and I'm, and I, so, and so you shouldn't have, and you said you wouldn't. So I'm, I'm just, yeah, it's affected. But, me. Okay. We need to talk about that then okay. because you, you, if you, but again, that's one of those things that, and I apologize, I forgot that I said I wouldn't say that. Um, that was a week ago, and a lot's happened in a week. I forgot. But I'm you, sorry. Yeah. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Um, but and, and 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 no, but and I would like and I would like to know how it is okay for the comment that I made to be considered still rude and distasteful when. It, that was considered a joke if you were trying to be funny but my comment wasn't personal like i don't the part i don't understand are dis are double standards yeah double put, standards are sometimes what happens in a relationship but they're bullshit. <laughs> 
Uh, They're bullshit. You know, the fashion you can't hold design, on to that. You can't have one set of rules. I, one set of rules does not, for one side or the other, it doesn't work that way. Especially when we're both two people that are very dynamic, that are going for the mm -hmm. same thing. That's you getting stuck on BS little things like mm -hmm. little squirrels or whatever. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's not, like that's getting hung up on something that's stupid. Okay. Because if I'm holding you at a higher standard and we're supposed to be equals mm -hmm. in this relationship, why are you getting caught off on something that some, like some rule and, and like, but it's okay for it's oh, because you're, I'm a girl. This is okay. I didn't say it was okay. The comment I made and I've apologized and said it was in the same with mine. And I didn't, and I, and I'm, I told you I'm over it. But so, and I apologize for bringing up that with the comment that you said. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, we've talked about a lot of stuff. We've talked a lot about mm -hmm. I've taken the hit on a lot of things. So you make a comment that's really not that big of a deal, and you didn't mean it that way, and I forgave you for it. Mm -hmm. So why are you ashamed of what you what you said? Like, why do you want to hide that? Why is everything okay to put on the table? I didn't, you I didn't say what you said, and I don't want to say it because say it. I feel that it's actually so disrespectful that I wouldn't want to even say it. That's how much it, it, it was disrespectful. The fact that I didn't say it to you, and we, so here's the deal. <laughs> we were playing a game. Oh, yeah, here we go. So we were playing a game where basically you were finding multiple uses so, for something. Hold on, let me say it. So we had a lid. For a cup, I'm gonna say it, and and everyone can say that I was disrespectful. It's fine because I understand that it was rude. My family and I joke around about stuff like this all the time, so I didn't know it was rude, and I apologize for it. I didn't know it was rude because I have this kind of sense of humor with my family and my friends. We talk about this stuff. I was a college cheerleader. I'm used to being around women all the time, and we've said some crude stuff together. And I've heard you say crude things to, with your male friend too. So I didn't know that this was disrespectful, but we we're playing this game about what other mm. things could this cat be used for? And so we're naming like throwing out stuff like nipple cover, uh, cup for the dog. And I said, muzzle for a wife. That's what I said. I thought in that time it was funny. I didn't say you. I said, muzzle for a wife because ha ha. Yeah, I didn't I'm funny. think it was very funny. You don't they have to think it's funny. Mm -hmm. And I've already apologized for it. But the fact that you're holding on to it, like. I'm holding on to it because you wanted to bring it all up today. Of course. <laughs> because I accidentally brought up the comment that you made. So mm -hmm. I'm just trying to level the playing field here. Mm -hmm. Crap happens. People say rude things. You admittedly have been mean to your exes in the past. Okay. I've talked about my crap mm -hmm. on here plenty. This is authentically what happened. Mm -hmm. So let's discuss it. Yeah, I, I feel that if we're trying to represent people and, you know, living, you know, like a Christian lifestyle and trying to be more like Christ, that I would never want to just say that or represent that. I feel like it's, and I would never want you to say that. It just, you, you, it, I feel like you just, <laughs> you make yourself look stupid when you make a comment like that. Okay. And it also disrespected me. I didn't think it was funny. I don't think those types of things are funny. But I didn't say Jen, did I? Well, it was pretty obvious when I'm sitting in your group. Mm, nope. I, maybe I don't think you need a muzzle. Maybe I think it was one of the other wives that were in there. Because believe me, there was a lot of yappers in that room. Like we're trying to learn and people are just running their mouth telling stories that didn't even apply to what we were talking about. Maybe the comment was directed towards them. All right. Well, I don't really want to talk about it anymore. I you're losing the spirit of unfiltered. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like this is real life stuff. People do this all the time. People say real stuff. So look, this is so. See, look, people yeah. deal with this. This matters. Like this stuff matters. This okay, is real life so, stuff. Okay, then let's talk about the fact that you did realize that that was rude and you shouldn't have said that. Because it, I didn't know that until it hurt your feelings and I apologize for it. But is that the way you would want to rep your, represent yourself? Um, knowing knowing that if, if I, we took a poll and like I knew that was truly disrespectful to like, like a, the, if that was the majority considered like calling a woman a bitch or saying something like that. If I knew it was on that level, you know, the honeymooners like, Alice, I'm going to send you to the moon. That could, was that disrespectful or is that shockingly funny?
Like, what is that? Because context mm -hmm. matters. Stand-up comedy, okay? Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's some things, like there's some jokes that you're like, oh God, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but it's hilarious mm -hmm. because of the context. I'm so trying no to chill out, but the fact is, is I am very about respect and I, and that really did not sit well with me. And so just knowing and I apologize that, so just you. knowing that in the future. Right, like, I wouldn't say that to you. Yeah, like, I will like, never you say. You have to learn that like, you need to treat me with utmost respect. I will not. And you need to know that when I make a joke, it's not always about you. Okay, well, that was specifically. No, it was not specifically about you. That's bull crap because I never said Jen needs a muzzle. Josh, you just sound stupid now. Just you want to take a poll on this? Yes, let's take a oh, poll. Oh, we're going to do a poll because guess what? Um, you, you can't say, yes, it's about you. You can't take ownership. You're taking ownership of something. Because maybe you have an, maybe inside your head you realize that maybe you do need to be quiet sometimes. Maybe that's mm -hmm. what this is about. I don't know. But the fact is, I didn't say Jen needs a muzzle. I didn't say Jen anything. I said for a wife. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because at that time, okay, my brain gosh, is, it's well, unknown. Moment. So you, you can't take stuff on like that because what you said to me I, is more personal. Okay, and I did not make as big of a deal about it. I'm excited to get my own show. I don't know I, how long I'll be staying on this show because this is not the stuff that I want to get into right now. I don't like you're like I don't want to argue about this right now. You know how I feel about it. We've already okay. talked about it. Okay, and I, what I'm going to represent is this double standards. You got to get rid of them. You can't have it w one way for you, and then the opposite when it's not even about you. Make it about you. Everything is not about you. Every comment that out of my mouth is not about you. Because sometimes- You're talking, Josh, you know? What do you want me to say? I'm not even gonna respond to it. I think you're wrong on this one. And I did apologize because it hurt your feelings. And I, the last thing I wanna ever do, ever, is hurt your feelings. Or respect or disrespect anyone else in the room. The lady next to me wasn't, didn't think it was funny. You know what? I'm not always going to be funny. And guess what? All your, like other people have jokes. You'll have jokes that other people aren't going to think are funny. Like that's the way I life is, but being, I don't live but my just life. Just thinking about things before you say it might, but might benefit you. I'm so happy that you said this because it works both ways. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like seriously. And you want to hold on to the double standard thing for as long as you can because you want to be right. But the fact is, I, I admitted I was wrong. I didn't know that it was offensive. A lot of people, I guarantee you, if we took a poll, are going to think it's hilarious. And some people are going to say, yeah, it's offensive. Guess what? Both of us say a lot of offensive things. Both of us are not always the best example of Christ because we're both sinners, we make mistakes, okay? We're both mm -hmm. flawed agreed, people, agreed. and we're both working through that to become the best we can be. Mm -hmm. Part of that is taking ownership, okay? And not constantly, like we sometimes have to hold a mirror up to each other mm -hmm. when we say things. I was wrong, I admitted I was wrong over and over and over again. Yeah, after a while, <laughs> but yes. You because can. I still don't know if it, I don't, I, the only reason I'm sorry is because it hurt your feelings. Because guess what? See, I don't want that to be the only reason you're sorry, though. That that concerns me. That really does. I want you to be sorry because you realize that you just don't want to re represent yourself that way. That that's not like something that you would you would want to say because it it doesn't. My mom, sense. my mom, who loves me more than anyone on the planet, would make that comment to me. Like say yeah, that I need a muzzle. Yeah, different if a woman says it to you. You do need a muzzle. So that that's oh, I think. Uh, to say that to I'm so I'm so offended now. right now. I'm so like, offended. That's where I'm saying there's a double standard sometimes, okay? Because like saying that to your wife is a lot different than me saying it to you, someone who's blah 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 all the time, you know, like me saying you might like I I think that's a little different, even though I wouldn't say that to you. Or But yeah. how is it different? You're you're a human being like I am. Are you saying so that I, are you saying that women are inferior to men? I I guess I'm saying with it's like, I get your double standard thing, but I also feel like just guys have to be a little bit more, um, you know, I'm more sensitive, you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I feel that 
you know, I'm a lot more sensitive and I, you just have to, you know. How do you know you're a lot more sensitive? How do you know that you are more sensitive than I am? How do you know that women are more, how do you know that women are more sensitive than men? I guess it's men? a generalization. That's a, that's a BS assumption. It's like me saying that men, mostly men are cheaters or men think about sex more than women. Guess what? Factually, that is incorrect. Mm -hmm. Did you know, actually, statistics will show that men are more sensitive I feel than like women? you're like attacking me. No, right I'm not attacking you. Down, I'm saying to you, you can't make those generalizations because you think that that's what women I'm not going to get into this big arguing no, situation. I'm argument. just going to shut down okay. since you're overpowering so, the conversation. You making those assumptions about women being more sensitive than men is actually a factually incorrect statement. Okay, well, I apologize. That is completely factually incorrect because if you look at it, if you truly, I want you to research it yourself. <sighs> so it's, that's why it's a double standard. Because if that is the case, then women should not run the country. Women, you just made an argument for women not being president of the United States. What you just okay. made. But that's not true because women are actually stronger than men. You push mm -hmm. babies out of your vagina. You are stronger than men. Physically, All you're right. not stronger, but emotionally, you are stronger mm -hmm. creatures than men, period. Women can handle more than a man emotionally. That well, is I truth. guess it depends on the person and our past experiences and all what we've been through. Really? Do you want to go into this comparison about trauma? I'm not trying to argue with I you. I know, right I'm now. just I'm saying so like it's your like, arguments I'm done are with based this on conversation. Your arguments are based on like a bunch of crap in your head that's not reality. Exactly. You have a lot more going on in yours than I do. I know facts. <laughs> no, distortion, disillusion. What are you all the stuff that you say that you have in your head? Disassociation. Disassociation. This is not a disassociation disassociation conversation. Like this okay. is honestly. So you're so trying I, to I, act like you're my father right now. Like you know so much more than me right now. That's why I'm. I'm. I don't like this conversation. No, I'm not. I'm just saying for you to make comments, blanket comments like women are more sensitive than men. That's not true. Okay, I agree. That's not true, especially in your case, because you probably are more sensitive than me. But I'm pretty sensitive. Okay. Well, again, the comment I made about the Mosul, which was a joke, which was not about you. I apologize for, you know, and because it was just not appropriate. I don't want to be with somebody that actually feels like that would be an appropriate comment. I guess I need to have a talk with my mom. Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, we joke around in our family and there's a lot of women that I joke around with. And I know a lot of people that make comments like that to me, joking around and just hypothetical things, go to a stand-up comedy show. That's mm -hmm. a joke that's thrown around. You know, I, if, I mean, honestly, like that's, that's a sick, I, I apologize because I know the parameters of which offend you. And that's what I'm, I apologize for because I'm sorry that that offended you. And I'm sorry that that was disrespectful towards you, even though it wasn't about you. It was well, a hypothetical thing because we were thinking a stream of conscious thought of what this little cap could be used for. Yeah, and that your mind thinks like that is very concerning. <laughs> like, who thinks of that? Like, who would think that? Well, I like, think. I, I mean, like, where does that? That's that's concerning. Think about this. We're talking about the nipples. Well, that was yours as well. <laughs> a lot. Uh, well, actually, I wasn't the only one that came up with it. But like that, it could be. I said a dunce cap. I said all kinds of stuff. So I'm thinking about places on the body. I mean, I didn't really go where I think I could have gone with it. I almost said butt plug. I mean, like seriously, I'm like every orifice you could think of. I said eye patch. What's next to the eye? Ball gag. Mm -hmm. But you had to say for your wife. So I mean, I mean, but who? But when you think so, people that are into S and M, what do they do? They use a ball gag. So I could have said ball gag for a guy. How I like this comment, Darian. I'm gonna go with this. <laughs> okay. Well, you. I mean, I can find other supportive comments of what I was saying, but that's yeah. fine. But look, you know what? You can be right. I was wrong. I was completely wrong. It was inappropriate for me to say that this is a ball gag. 
Even though I have nothing to do with you. I think that that it just sounds like sarcastic that you don't mean it. I am. I've already apologized because it hurt your. I saw that it hurt your feelings and that affected me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Mm -hmm. If anything, I want to. I bring humor. I like to bring humor and make people laugh. I do want to challenge people's thinking because I think people are too stuck in some BS with their way of thinking and their limited thinking. Yeah, I want to shatter that stuff. I want to kick that stuff in the teeth. Mm -hmm. But like with you, I never want to hurt your feelings. I only want to lift you up. I only want to make you better. Only. But if I feel like someone can joke with me a certain kind of way, then I feel like I can do the same thing back. And if they're like, wait a second, and I don't, this is where disassociation will come into play. I don't understand why your rules are different than mine. Mm -hmm. I don't understand that in business. I don't understand that in life. I don't understand that at all. Like if we, if you can be one way to me, do unto others as they do under to you. Mm -hmm. To me, that's, that's like, if that's what, how you want to jive and joke with me, then my brain goes, oh, okay, I can play that game. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say anything there. You know, I don't I don't ever offend you or say comments like that in public, so. Just in private. I've said a couple of things that were rude, okay, so. But, but it, so like, I'm not, and I'm not even like, and now I look at it as funny. Now I make a joke of it, you know? And yeah, guess what? I probably deserve, I probably need a ball gag from time to time. Because sometimes I say stuff that maybe I wish I could take back, you know? Mm -hmm. And especially knowing that I offended my wife, who I care about. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, that's, it's it's pretty freaking (laughs) obvious. I do. You know, I do. I do Mm -hmm. care about you a ton. You know, and I'm sorry that I, I also have to figure out that it may be okay that there's a double standard on some things. I don't like that very much, but I may have to accept it if this is going to continue. Thank you. (laughs) You are growing. (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, You know what? (laughs) So uh, thank you, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. YouTube, thank you guys, Facebook, for watching. I'm out of here. Wait, hey, wait, wait. We haven't, we haven't prayed. 